In the words of one of my favorite foods and also a band, Cake, he's going the distance. And this is the Fat Man Chronicles. I was not hiding. I was unsure. And I was really. Welcome to episode 127 of the Batman Chronicles. I'm Pete and still no Gretchen. You know, this work thing is really pesky, gets in the way. But thankfully, for the second out of three shows, we have Rob Bozovich joining us. Rob, how are you? Very good, very good. Thanks for having me back on. Always, man. It's always great to catch up and, and talk to you. And since this is a a race and preview, you're kind of my my go-to, right, for, for all things racing. And I am using I don't quotes. know too much about that, but I am the guy who, who likes to ask you a billion questions. So maybe that'll maybe that'll help out. I'm sure it will. And I mean and I'm definitely air quoting race at this point. That's not what this one is about. This is more about an event. So we're gonna go with event versus race. For, for my own so sanity. The event, event in preview. Yeah, event in preview. So anyway, here's what we're talking about. So a couple years ago, 2019, the initial inaugural uh, 10 Junk Miles Racing Badger Trail Races kicked off, and I went out there and did my first 50K, had a blast, did about half the race with somebody, did a race in preview then too, it's probably with you, Rob. I don't really, honestly, I didn't look back. Uh, I know we recapped it, so my assumption is we probably did both. And I don't recall. Yeah, yeah. we probably could have done the homework on that, but why would we use it? Yeah, that's nothing. But we did have uh, a friend of the show, Shay, mention on Instagram that that's how she found us. Was found Fat Man Chronicles was because we did a race and preview, and she was a 10 junk miles fan. So Shay, this is, uh, this is pretty much all for you at this point that, and that's basically how I do things. Now I just try to please other people, Rob. So, so this is like the old nineties DJ call in line. This is a at request show. So we just have to submit it to you and you'll, you'll take custom Taylor to whoever wants to listen. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Good to know. Yeah. So anyway, here's what we got going on. The races start on Saturday with the 100-mile uh, and 100K races kicking off. And then on Sunday, there's 50-mile, 50 50K, 50 marathon, and half marathon. A lot of races going on. It's on the Badger. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, Badger State Trail. Most of the race is in Wisconsin. There is a border crossing from Orangeville in Illinois for the longer distance for that 100 hundred mile race uh i'm not sure if the 100k reaches out there or not i again could do homework don't or next year when you do the race do that one then the race and recap 
Yeah, well, there you go. Then what I'm doing is the 50K again. So both times that it's been in person, going to do the, the 50K. We were up there last year during pandemic times. Uh, the race was not on officially, but there were people up there. We just kind of hung out. I think I went on the trail, did a few miles, but really was not feeling it. And now I've kind of given up on, on the running for now and have been walking a bunch and was doing pretty well. Went out, as we talked about in, in the show that we did, was out in Pennsylvania, did some walks then. Everything was going great. And then we'll talk about what's happened since then coming up. Uh, but basically, the 50K is, is coming up this Sunday. And uh, I'm not ready. But that's okay because it's walking and I think I can not, do not it. even a little bit ready. So here's I mean, the deal. On. You've done a lot of walking. Okay. I did a lot of walking, but never the distance that I feel like I should have done for this or the consistency. When I left Pennsylvania, I got a migraine that literally lasted from that day until yesterday. So I didn't even really start feeling okay until yesterday. And even that was, I was drained. What's amazing is Garmin knows it. That's what I find just unbelievable is that you could see my, from the day that it, it's the migraine came on, how my body battery was getting drained. Even when I wasn't doing all that much and trying to rest Yesterday, in reference to what Garmin metric, I'm assuming is that the whole where it comes up with the health check stuff on the on your watch or your phone or whatever. What are you looking at? That tells you that it's literally called body battery. Oh, I didn't even know it was a function. Yeah, so I don't I don't know. You know, on mine it's it's a function. I don't know on what other ones, but it's it really is interesting how it knew that I just wasn't right physically from whatever metrics it's pulling. I don't know if they implanted a chip in me when I put this watch on or what, but all I know is that it yeah. it it is pretty darn accurate when it comes to this stuff. So, <laughs> you know, anyway, it was all the way down to 43 yesterday. And when I woke up this morning, I went, oh, you know, I'm feeling much better. I feel about 70% or so. And sure enough, the body battery was up to 59. And as the day has gone on, huh. I felt pretty good. And the battery has been going up. So the good news is I am well tapered for this race. Because I've done <laughs> nothing. Taper a year and a half in the making. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we've got we've got that going for us. So I'll I'll still go up there and I'm still going to attempt to walk this thing. And my hope is that I actually end up able to share some miles with some of those longer distance runners that are doing the hundred mile and hundred K because all the yeah. races with the brilliance of this is all the races are set to end at the same time in terms of yeah. cutoff. So well, that makes sense logistically for them, but also that's, pretty cool. that's a pretty cool way. You know, like you said, so it's a convergence of, of everybody and uh, obviously the, faster people the winners are going to be coming in earlier but all of your your people that are working to get out there and finish this you know let's get this done are all going to be coming in together yeah and that's why 
I'm kind of hoping I can lend some words of encouragement, share a few miles with, with some people because walking, I said I was going to walk the half marathon when I did it a few months ago up there and I ended up running a bunch of it. This one I am walking and I don't know how fast I just want to finish. I just want to beat the cutoff and enjoy my time out there. The weather looks like it's going to be great. The weather looks like it'll be anywhere from 60 as a low overnight. So we'll start probably in the low 60s and build up into the mid to upper 70s. It looks like right now, no rain, a little bit sunny, maybe a little overcast at times for a walk in the woods. Perfect race conditions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for a road race, I'd be like, oh, it's a little, little warm. But for this, I mean, it's it's really nice for a walk in, in on a on a trail. So that's kind of where I'm at. And then the race itself, Rob, is very similar. I don't know if you remember us talking about it before, but it's a rail trail. But it it is. Before we get into that, I know we're partially done. I just want to ask one thing because you just said it, and I think people might ask the question. You just said you were going to walk the half, and you did some running on it. You said you're going to walk this. You sort of answered it, and you said no pace in mind, just beat the cutoff. Have you done the math? So the being said is what pace is your like slowest that you can do to get this completed? And what, what have you been averaging with? How do you feel? Yeah. So when I, when I'm just out there walking, I'm somewhere between a 17 and a half and 18 minute pace. Typically I can throw the hammer down on walking for a good 10 to 12 miles at sub 16 that's not what i'm going to do this time though my goal is to probably be right in that 18 minute range uh is what i'm thinking and with that 18 minute range that that's going to afford me plenty of time even if i stop at aid stations to grab you know something i I guess to eat probably not so much to eat but uh at least grab some water Although I'm going to wear my vest, so I'm going to have plenty of water on me. I'm going to have nutrition on me. But if I go at 18-minute pace with stops, um, you know, I'm looking at whatever that is. Uh, Quick math in my head. It's going to be about 560 minutes, give or take. So, like, under nine, is that like nine and a half hours? So my goal would be... I'm pulling up a pace calculator on my phone. If I sound different, it's going to switch the speaker. So you're saying uh, 50K. Hold on. 50K, your pace, you're saying is an 18-minute mile? Give or take. So 18-minute mile puts you in at uh, 15 hours? No. no. that's 80K. Let's try that again. 50K. <laughs> when I, I put it in 50 mile, I must have switched over. So let's try that again. 31 miles. Yeah. I got you, but I can do kilometers or whatever. And da, da, da. Yeah, there we like go. Nine, nine hours, 49 minutes. Yeah, so... No, it, that's a, not just under 19-minute mile. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're of no help here. I, I'm pretty sure it's like a... No. It's under a nine-and-a-half-minute mile or a nine-and-a-half-hour time. <laughs> Fail! 9.19, 50K, 18-minute pace. All, All right. right, third time's a turn, Keith. Come on, come on now. Got to have more confidence in you. The uh, yeah, so I, I think That's that if I can thing. get under ten hours, I'm happy. If I'm under nine and a half, I'm thrilled. 
you know, I did walk a 50 K in January for the B day and that came yeah. in, I think under nine and a half. So that, I mean, it, it's, it's fun to get out there and definitely walk, but I'm not going to be trying to crush it out there, I guess is my point. I just want to beat some cutoffs, have a good day. That's, that's really it. What, what's the, what is the cutoff? I vaguely remember you and I had talked two years ago about this from the inaugural to the next year about 50 K versus 50 mile, because you, there's only a few hour cutoff between the two, which is why you were going to go 50 K versus 50 mile, I believe. Yeah, it's 12, it's 12 hours. So the race starts at 6 a.m. At least I believe it does everything. There are two different times that show this happens, right? This is a small race, not beating up Scotty or Adam or anybody else. That's, you know, on that team that does the uh, race directing, but the website does have a 7 a.m. Start, but the stuff that I read online other than the website says 6 a.m. Start and the cutoff well, is 12 hour cutoff. Is the type. There you go. I mean, it has to be 6 a.m. Yeah. Well, it says 11-hour cutoff on the website right now, what I'm looking at, but I'm pretty sure it's 12. So, But either way, Ooh. you can walk pretty slow, right? You could walk a 20-minute mile for 31 miles, and, and you're going to beat that cutoff. So, And by slow, I just mean as a relative pace to uh, others that will be on that trail. <laughs> yes. You're that could be that lightning fast for somebody, especially for 31 miles. I mean, it's a long way to walk. It, I think at that point, it's much more mental than physical just because of the amount of time you're on your feet out there. Right. All right. Any other questions on my fitness or time? Well, uh, no, you kind of said it. You, you, you already threw a bunch of stuff in. I know this was knowing you and listening to the show for a long time and talking with you offline about all this. You already said you're taking your vest and you're going to have your high pain. You're going to same, I'm going to say food. You're going to take Morton with you. That's your fuel choice usually. Yeah. I'm, I'm this time. I'm not going to take any of the Morton powdered, uh, like where you mix it up in the water. I'm just going to take Morton gels and I'm going to throw a payday candy bar into my pack because I tried that and I really liked it. Got some nuts, uh... some caramel, some simple sugar. Yep, nice and salty. It, it, it is one of my favorite things. And if I need another like bit of hydration, so like if I need some electrolytes, that I'm going to leave to just picking up at the aid station. So at the aid stations, I will probably grab a little bit of You Can Hydrate, which is their... Is that what, that's what they use then? They use the You Can products versus the Gatorade uh, or Tailwind and such? Yep. They have you can uh, at their aid stations this year. So I'm looking forward to that because I've tried the hydrate. And although all you can products are unfortunately for me just don't quite taste right, um, they they don't taste so bad that I don't I can't use them. And I know right. for m most people, I would say 90 percent of the people that I've talked to that have tried this, they love it. And I know you're a, a you can user. A user, that's probably not the best term, but you 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 utilize you can products. I don't know if you've had their hydrate or not, but I know you use their bars and and such. I think they have gels. Now, I personally too. use the bars and the powder, um, and my wife uses a lot of that. I should say use it. She's not like doing any uh, endurance or fitness or anything. She just likes it uh, to add a little something instead of drinking plain water. 
Oh, on the hydrate? So, yes, we've had them around. Yeah, we've had them around. And she gets the little individual sticks, and we mix them up, like, in the little uh, 16-ounce waters or whatever. Yeah, she likes them. I've, I've chased them. They taste good. Yeah, I mean, they're good, yeah. They're not they're not sugary. They're they're not. They're not overly sweet. When you say they taste off, I mean, yeah, the modern palate, it is not Gatorade. It is not sweet, you know, and but it, almost all their products do taste maybe a little chalky, but, uh, um, you know, but that's just something you get used to, but it's not – it's kind of like maybe crushed up tums. I don't want to say that in a bad way. You know, there, there's flavor, but it's not acidic and it's not really sweet. Yeah, the flavor. So I, I don't know. I, I may have said this on the show before, and this is not. I think they have a great product, and I wish that I liked it more. But every single one of their products, when I eat it, it tastes like burnt rubber to me. It's not that it's not sweet enough. It's that's not the issue. It just literally there's something about it whatever the artificial sweetener or natural sweetener that they use um, to, to put in the product within there or the super starch or whatever it is, but every single product tastes a little bit like burnt rubber to me. So, you know, I know that's not a ringing endorsement for me, but that's, that's like a personal issue, which I have many of. So you shouldn't take that as like the, the, the thing I, I yeah, no, truly believe that, that most people I've like never it. Experienced that. And you and I have talked about that. Like it's, and I don't know where we, when you first said that a few years ago and we went and looked at it, there's like something with, I, I forget the offshoot. Of that. There's like some sort of, you know, honestly a chemical or some people taste it sweet. Some people taste bitter and this, and that you get, and you clearly have one of their key products or, or uh, ingredients doesn't jive with your genetics it's not it's never, it hasn't worked for you never will so to say but you know works fine for me great yeah. you know that's all that's all i've used for a decade now yeah so. and of their products that i've tried the hydrate by far is the best one for me like that's been fine you know that one's just i don't need that kind of stuff all that often but i would definitely use it yeah cool, cool. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so that's it. So I'll have to carry most of that, and then we'll get on the course. So same rail trail as before, but this time, unfortunately, just around the four-mile mark, there is the Stewart Tunnel, which is like the that crazy cool tunnel that I described in the past. You go through it. It's about a quarter mile long or so. It curves, so you're literally in full darkness at one point. But the best part of it was that the temperature remained in like the mid fifties in there, no matter what. Yeah. So you got this nice cool blast of air for a few minutes and you could actually just kind of step into the tunnel and wait there a minute, right? Like, and just soak it in. Unfortunately, that tunnel is old and crumbling and has been shut down by the department of natural resources there that, that runs or gives permits to the trail. So you have to go around it, which is not, great because it's a tunnel so that means there's a hill now rob you may call it flat but for those of us who live in real flat it's a hill and it's i was gonna ask two, two part two questions regarding this you had told me i don't remember if it was online or if i heard you say online or just personally that the tunnel was shut down is this permanent do you know will it open back up in years to come because this was one of their selling points of the race was this cool tunnel Second, though, is you say hill, how, how much are you talking? I mean, is it literally like, are you going to just really go straight up and over and back down the other side? Or is there like a long, are they adding distance and a switchback or a road? Or how are they getting you around it? 
Yeah, so two things. One, the hill, or I mean, sorry, the tunnel is closed until the money is raised to repair it. So I think they need a couple so of So who knows how long? Yeah, so who knows? No, that's, oh, so your race entry fee covers like half of that, right? Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> you know, they've talked, Scotty's talked about doing a race that literally all the proceeds would go to this project, right? And I, I think that's great. Yeah. I would, I wish I had a lot of money because I would definitely, you know, I definitely do that. Um, so in looking at, so I did get to go around on the hill when I did the half marathon, I had the same, same thing. I'm assuming it'll be the same route and it's, it's a hill. I mean, it is a steep, it's a fairly steep hill. So, you know, from like mile four to, I don't know, mile six and a half, give or take. So maybe that's two and a half miles. Um, you know, you're going up a, a few hundred feet, a couple hundred feet. Um, I think that overall you're going to have that happen. Well, you're going to have that happen a couple times. So, you know, you're probably, I think like the total elevation for the course will end up being like 1600 feet more or less. I think. Which isn't huge, but for us flatlanders, you know, there's, there's something to that. It's uh, a, that's that's a significant amount of uh, elevation for a rail trail race. Yeah, yeah, and I it's most of the most of the route is similar to the trail that I was on out by you, right? It it gives that one to two percent grade consistently, right. and then it you know so for this one out is kind of up, and then back is down. Um, yeah. So you're gonna have a, a little bit of that, and and my guess is that the that hill is gonna really get people on the way back. You know they're gonna rem- they're gonna be thinking about that on the way out. Like, oh, I gotta go back up this. As a walker, doesn't matter. I'd be walking that thing even if I was running. So, right. I'm, I'm good right. to go uh, when it comes to that. So, you know the the course otherwise doesn't really doesn't really change, and they have such a good mapping of uh, like where their aid stations are that you don't have to to worry about it. So they've got. Um, you know, for the 50 K they've got, uh, probably four aid stations is kind of what I'm thinking. So and that's four correct me, going out. So therefore double it eight total. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it's, I think it's like eight aid stations. So, um, now I could be wrong. I, it, it, that could be, it could be six, but either way, that's still a lot of eight stations for an ultra right? Uh, for that distance. It might be six actually, now that I think about it. Cause I, I think I was counting Belleville, which is where you start, but that's just a start and stop. But either way, you've got mm-hmm. like some really, you got a good amount of, of, uh, of eight stations. Oh, you know what? It's right here. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, all right. The turnaround. No, I was right, six, because there's a turnaround. There's no aid station there. But you have aid stations. So you have six aid stations in 31 miles. So you're never out there for more than like six miles without hitting an aid station, which is fantastic. I mean, that's... 
that's really good for an ultra. So plenty I of think places there was, to feel. When I say on, on the ultra that I had done a couple of years ago down in that mountain one, I think they had there's one at the turnaround, but I think but I think there were two, one aid station and one that was just like 15 jugs of water sitting on a table as you cross the road, you know, which was yeah. nice to have that, you know what I mean? So you, you're talking, once again, 15 miles, you have, you have three water, basically two water stops in the turnaround. You have to start thinking about how long do I have to carry this for, you know what I mean? That adds a lot of weight and, and having this good structure in place is really going to help you out. Exactly. And in this case, these are fully stocked aid stations. So, I mean, there's food at every, you know, there's a party. Look, if you want a shot of, Malort or Fireball. I'm sure you could get one of those too. Uh, I I saw people drinking some beer. Uh, you know, at aid stations, that's kind of the culture that's around uh, ultra running quite often. But just as many sober yeah. people out there, so it's really interesting that you see this uh, the, this dichotomy. But definitely with ten junk miles, it's a party, and you know, there's definitely the Hollywood aid station that's run by Holly, who is a co-host of 10 junk miles. Uh, you know, we're always glad to see her and she knows how to do it. She knows how to do an aid station. So <laughs> I'm not really concerned about food or hydration because of how well the race is put on. And the fact that I've been there and seen it, like I'm really, uh, I'm really excited about that. So if I get it all straight, you're, you're not worried about the pace you have to hit. You're not worried about the course. You're not worried about food. You're not worried about hydration. Sounds, sounds pretty good here, Pete. Is there any, is there a butt coming? Well, I, I, yeah, I'm not in shape. I'm, I'm, I, I am way, way more weight on me than I should have. And I'm starting to finally kind of get my mojo back in terms of when I look in the mirror, I don't like, it's not that I don't like what I, I don't know how to put that. I see the guy that I was five years ago and I wasn't real thrilled with him. So I'm, I'm finally gotten to a breaking point where I think I'm ready to address this. It's six months into my 50 at 50 as of now. And I haven't done the fitness things that I really want to do. I've done several other things, but the fitness things, the stuff that has to do with health or getting out and getting things done, like in the outdoors, I haven't done those. And that I have six months to, to write that ship, if you will. And mm -hmm. I want to do it because I definitely am not where I want to be in terms of my, in terms of my health and activity. And only I can turn that around and enough of the excuses you know, when we talked, we talked in Pennsylvania, the episode that was recently released, and we talked about the Omada Health, and I realized kind of after that, okay, fine, Omada may not be for me, this may not be what I need, but it's up to me to fix that. Not, It's not Omada's issue to fix, it's my, my issue. And the same yeah. thing comes with training. It's nobody else's issue to fix but me if i enjoy it i'll make time for it if i if it's a priority i'll do it but what my actions tell me is it's not a priority or it hasn't been and i don't like it so that's my soliloquy i'm off my soapbox rob well i, no, I was gonna say i wanted to let you finish it because this is supposed to be a racing preview but we're turning into you know therapy hour here 
So, which is cool. It's your show. We can do whatever you want, man. Uh, you know, but that said is I didn't know if we wanted to, you know, but that, that sounds like that's a whole other show to have. So. Well, it definitely is. I guess I was just putting it out there because that's the, that's the caveat and the story behind the caveat, which is I'm not concerned about pace, but I can't be, I, I literally can't be yeah. concerned about pace. I, I, if I right. go out there and try to run this thing, I'll be, I'll be done. I'll, I'll be hanging out at the Hollywood aid station because I'm not making it much more than nine miles. So, yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, but that's, you know, really it. I mean, it's, it's an out and back course starts and ends in Belleville, Wisconsin. I'm, I'm excited. And the other part of this is that it's, it brings together a lot of the fans of 10 junk miles um, and what they call the 10 junk miles nation, which I highly recommend avoiding um, if, if at all possible, which it is avoiding. Yeah. yeah, You don't want to sucks you in. You know, I'm not sure that everybody needs to be a part of that particularly degenerate led society. It's definitely an acquired taste, uh, but really, (laughs) really good people. And I get to see a bunch of them that I've never met in person. Right. So people that I've talked to on this show, uh, but I haven't met ever in person, I'll get to see them. So that, that part's exciting too. Right. So I guess if I'll sum up the Badger trail race is it's really an event anyway. I mean, you can go out there and race it, go for it, have fun. It's a great course to do that on. It's a little warm in August to, to be going for too much, but it's flat. So you might be able to get PRs and, and all that. But if I were to recommend some to anybody, I would say, even if you can run, make it an event and make sure you're talking to people because there are so many good people and so many good stories on that trail. And you don't want to leave that trail, not, not knowing them. You know, that's the way that I did like things even two years what ago. What I've heard, I've never done it, but it's like a Disney event. Do people PR them? Yes. Should you try for it? No, because you're there for the experience. Not You're not really there for, uh, I don't want to say, it's a legitimate race, but you're not there to, to win it. You're there to have a, a great time. And that's what you've said that about this one. You've neglected one thing, though. Swag. I mean, come on. You went on and on about the stuff in the last couple of years. I mean, yeah. what, are you, what are you guys getting this year? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, first of all, I love the fact that this is Disney for degenerates. I I love that. I think Scott should I didn't say fi- that. Figure out a way word. to fit that okay. in. Um, no, I said it. Uh, yeah, you know, so it's funny, Rob. I haven't paid as much of attention to what the swag bag will entail. Uh, I could probably that's probably better recapped on the recap show because then I'll actually have it in front of me and I won't miss any of the great sponsors. But I mean, but I, I know it'll be good because it, it always You should is. open it live on air, whether that's with myself or or whoever you get back on for this. And it, 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 I don't want to hear the legitimate, like, you know, hearing it, hearing the emotion in your voice as you're seeing the stuff for the first time. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. So that's it, man. <laughs> that's it. I appreciate you joining me to, to kind of run through it. Did you have any other questions before we wrap this thing up? Uh, Nope. This is good. I mean, you're heading out. What? I mean, we're, we're we're talking on Thursday. You're heading right out soon to get up there and do this, right? Yeah, I'll leave tomorrow, Friday. We've got the same bed and breakfast that we booked two years ago. We just basically have made a, a tradition. The cameo rose uh, with Dawn and Gary. They're fantastic people. 
Gretchen's in New York, uh, so she'll fly back tomorrow to Chicago, and then she'll board a little commuter up to Madison, Wisconsin, where I'll go pick her up tomorrow night late. We'll spend the day just kind of chilling up there on Saturday. I have dinner reservations at Schoolhouse and Paoli. I think that's how they say it. And, uh, you know, I'll have a little steak, my normal pre-raised dinner. And that'll be, and that'll be that, you know, and then it's race day. You know, we'll get up on Saturday, go, or at least I will. I'll probably drive to Orangeville to watch the 100 milers uh, get their run started and all that. But, you know, other than that, it's just about an enjoyable weekend. And hopefully even Gretchen can relax a little bit and not have to, to duck out for work. I think you should hide her cell phone. <laughs> yeah. Good luck it's with that. It's not like the old right? school ones. You can't, you can't take the, I was take the battery off it. I, you have to do the sledgehammer. I don't know how these new phones work. So, yeah. But, yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. I want to stay <laughs> semi-retired, so she can answer the phone, I guess. This is all Pete selfish the Keps man this point. What's that? <laughs> Pete the Keps man D'Amico. Yeah. I'll take it. I have no pride left. It's all good. <laughs> I want to see her succeed, and I look. I, I get all this extra time with the kids. I'm I'm in. So awesome, man! Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for joining me, and maybe we'll have you back for the the recap if it, if it works out. Because goodness knows Gretchen will be working or out of town or both. Uh, so we've we've got that going. But anyway, say hi to go, your awesome. We're gonna wife. go what three for four shows, and we're gonna go. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. You're just like the the permanent guest host nice i could be that i could be that <laughs> I, i've told you that that you needed to change this and instead of being fat man chronicles needed it just change the title to fat men chronicles and make it you and mine but you know but i don't know you're pretty svelte you when said I was no out there, something though. about something about loving your wife and talking to <laughs> you know. uh, awesome all right man <laughs> thanks again for joining us and this has been episode 127 of the fat man chronicles the music is You Got Me Wrong by Safar. As you know, you can always find us online somewhere. And other than that, everyone get out there and be better today. I was not hiding. I was unsure.